Did you know? Probably that, not. Yeah, you're not. Genghis. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when you do that. Genghis, Genghis Kong uh, killed so many people that he removed 700 million tons of carbon from the atmosphere. So really what you're saying is he was an environmentalist. Yes, exactly. It's the environmentalist uh, <laughs> genocide. Homicide? Uh, yeah, murder, yeah. murder aside. So I saw that on TikTok and I wrote it down on my little um, things to talk about on the thing. Okay, so someone someone left a review and we got to talk about it. We have to talk about this review oh, that God. somebody left because okay. I'm upset that somebody was like, oh, I saw this and then didn't fucking send it to me. So listen to this. Where did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me. Okay. Where? Oh, no. I lost it. I lost oh, no. it. Here it is. You? Okay, so this is an iTunes review from Nash Carey Bradshaw, and I need this person to f- please find it and show it to me because their review says, I came across this pod through the Anchor page on Instagram. So oh. that means we were on the Anchor page. And I want it. told us. No, I didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know. So I, I need it. I need I'm- it. I'm kind of sad, actually, yeah. that nobody nobody let us know. No one did. I saw it, and I never saw it, and Anchor never fucking tagged us. So I tried going through and finding it. So if if this wonderful person hearing this, if they ever hear this, uh, could uh, fi- find find that post and send it to us, because that would Please. be crazy, because we have no idea that that had happened. Yeah. No, that that so, would be fantastic. That's that's actually number one. That's fantastic that it happened. But right. number two would be really cool to like preserve it. That'd be cool. Yes, in our memories, and we could be like that. Uh, that's us right there. Uh, and then, and then, and then I don't know. So yeah, that's a that's a five star review. Somebody left us. Um, speaking of Instagram, um, I asked. <laughs> What'd you do? What happened now? I got another podcaster. <laughs> Uh huh. Yeah, I got. I didn't do it, but aggravating them enough with with, and then it evoked a response from them. It got them banned for two days. Gay? What the fuck? That's so, so mean. <laughs> I didn't mean to, and I didn't think that iTunes was this picky about things. But this is this is funny. It's not like I purposefully was like I want to get the ban. It was just playful banter, and then I just went in the wrong direction. And then I Instagram was like, no, you can't oh, say no. that shit. So. Oh, no. I don't know why, but I just got into this kick of like responding with Thundercats on uh-huh. the, the Salty Speculations Instagram. Uh-huh. And anytime the dude, his name's Jay, he's the one who manages the social media. Uh, anytime he posts something, I would I would just put it in a funny quip of Thundercats. And because yeah. he put po- he posted something about a kitten, and it was like a thunder reference, and then like the cat was there, so I was like Thundercats, right? So like for the next five posts he puts, I'm just like Thundercats, right? Oh my so gosh! Fi- so finally, finally he uh, he responds with. Um, Woman, if you don't stop, I'm going to beat you with a sponge. (laughs) A sponge. Yep. (laughs) And he got banned for two days because of that. (laughs) That poor guy. How could you? (laughs) Thundercats are not go. Thundercats are not go. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is a no-go for Thundercats in this situation. So, yeah, he got banned for four. He messaged me. Oh. He was like, you bitch. And I was like, what did I do? And he was like, I got banned for two days, threatening to beat you with the sponge. And it was probably the combination of woman and I'm going to beat you. So Probably, yeah. That, oh, bless that was, his heart. So that was, he was really, he's still kind of upset about it because it fucked up his algorithm and shit. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, that's fair. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> so so don't threaten to beat me with a sponge otherwise instagram's gonna come for you and ban you for 48 hours i mean i'll he could, beat you with a sponge that's fine i mean the next can, time i see you i'll just fling one at you it'll be great we'll, we'll record it and it'll make jay feel better um yeah i hope so i'm sorry I'll, jay i'm so sorry she's like this <laughs> i'm not sorry fuck you you'll be all right so so that happened um and that was a learning experience uh, yeah. for everyone involved. He couldn't like or comment or post for 48 hours. That's so sad. Oh, my goodness. Well, so, yep. I mean, a, a um, sponge is like the least threatening of items, too. Like, right. Like, it's a sponge. I mean, yeah, that's- I mean, I don't know. So anyways, uh, so that's the that's a uh, fun a fun story. So we're gonna learn a fun fact today because I was always like, I wonder if there's still a civilization or like a group of people on this earth that have been mm-hmm. untouched by civilization. Yes, and the, the answer, answer is is yes. Yeah. Do, do Do you know where? Uh, I know there's a lot in oh god Venezuela, and I know there's a place called Venetuk. And that's a place that has been untouched. There's like a series of islands that one of them is a resort and then another one is an indigenous people group. Huh, okay. That's that, a thing. Those were not the two um fuck you, oh. Forbes. Those were not the two places that I was oh. gonna uh talk about. Cause this this one uh, has com- been like com- so completely untouched because mm. they uh murder anybody who comes to the island. Oh yeah, are they um cannibalistic or are they just murdery? <laughs> Murdery. I don't know if they're cannibalistic. Okay. They don't know anything about them, but it's called North Centennial Island. If you want to Google it, that's what I saw on TikTok. North Centennial um, Island. Yeah. So basically, yeah. Um, where they're at, like if you were playing Civilization, the game, apparently they're before actually making fire. They don't know how to make fire. Um, Interesting. They had. Let's. See, they've had several contacts with like the outside world come in, and every single time, like a boat has gotten too near they will Mm. shoot arrows at the boat they have killed people um a a production crew came to the island to like do a whatever about Mm. them the producer was shot in the leg yep and they were like retreat bitches um i forget how they like discovered it but it was something like uh a boat uh, like a naval ship i think was gonna like check it out and, yeah. they, and then they were getting and then a um a couple of fishermen they fell asleep in their boat and they drifted too close to the island and they started to have a volley arrow shot at them when Oof. a coast guard helicopter went to pick them up uh they were also being shot at by arrows the helicopter Yowzers. was which is just hysterical um that they would do that then a boat broke down and crashed on the island and the whole crew had to like hide on the boat i can't remember if that crew made it out alive or not but there was a certain instance where the where all of the people did not make it out alive yeah um because they were just instantly instantly murdered but what's cool though is because of the boat that crash landed on the island which is still there and visible to this day if you like google search it uh like google google maps it yeah the boat has 
caused them to go into the Iron Age because they started adding iron to their arrows. Oh, yowzers. Okay. Yes. Uh, estimated that there's anywhere f- anywhere from 50 to 400 of them. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they, they are, uh, even though they're in like the Indian Ocean, they are of like uh, like African uh, African skin. Mm-hmm. So they have the dark the dark skin and um, the so India put a, a permanent ban on going near the island and they actually enforce it with military uh, combat. Ships. Well, I mean that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because because many- yeah, trying to pull people from that era into the 21st century is not. It's not a good idea. Well, the the TikToker made the joke of like, oh, we can't go visit them because all of the diseases that we have might kill them, like in several other instances that, that have happened. <gasps> yep, that too, actually. <gasps> yeah. So, um, shots fired. I love it. And um, yeah, so that's that's a it's Centennial Island. And I thought that was a cool, interesting, fun fact to learn that they are, they don't even have fire. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of crazy because, like, I know there are something like 3,000 untouched people groups, like, untouched being that they don't have access to people outside of their tribes, but they also don't have a written language. So 3,000 people groups that don't have written languages. But I didn't know, like, the Centennial people were that far regressed. I didn't know yep. that. That's kind of cool. Yep. That, that's Yowzers. how far back. Isn't that, isn't that wild that we just, yeah. not everybody... Yeah, not a, not everybody has access to technology or shoes or <laughs> any other kind of thing. Clothes, fire. Yeah. Apparently, that's that's yeah. We're that's over the here. one that I'm like, how how though? These these fuckers don't have fire, and you and I are talking. Yeah, eight hundred miles away, miles apart. Yeah, yes. Maybe like five. I don't know. I don't but know. Yeah, that's Isn't wild. That this is the magic. <laughs> this is the magic TV box. Ooh. Uh, interesting okay so yeah there you go the more you know i thought i just i just want to keep on this like fun fact of like you know whale penises untouched civilizations you know it's it's definitely on the same page no like we're just (laughs) we're just sharing (laughs) sharing is caring like if i'm gonna learn something we're gonna learn something on this on this uh podcast so no i mean hey i'll take it man yeah, I know everyone. It. Everyone was thrilled to hear about the whale penises. So, anyways, oh no, I um, still that makes me scream cackle every time I think about it. Like it's beautiful. <sighs> ah, okay, you want to know what also makes me scream cackle and is beautiful? Yes, please. What spooky stories? Ooh. I'm so glad that this uh this this new XLR box works because now I can see the actual fucking waveforms on the on the screen. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm, okay. I'm so, very glad that it works too. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. What do you want? Heads or heads or tails? Um, tails. Tails. Give me that booty ass. Okay. Because we're running behind. You're going first. Ooh. Okay. So this is uh okay. open 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 roll open open o- open time. Open time. That's not how that song goes. Front roll. Mid beginning roll. Here we go. Beginning roll. Yeah. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I'm having a help. Okay. Um uh, uh, uh <clears throat> if you like what we do and you want to keep supporting us and helping us, you know, buy shit whenever our shit breaks down, you can head on over uh-huh. to Patreon <laughs> Patreon.com slash ha her. I barely know her. We have two tiers. We have the investigator tier and the medium tier. The five dollar investigator tier has shout out close friends on instagram and uh we i think that's it 
I think I think that's it. <laughs> and then the seven dollars. <laughs> the seven dollar tier has a shout out close friends on instagram you also have access to our notes and you have access to bonus patreon episodes that we're always constantly working on which they they cover high strangeness like they're also more additional yeah, information ridiculously fun just to be honest they're like ridiculously listening. interesting yeah yeah they're great they're actually pretty cool okay um you ready okay. yeah you good Let's gonna, do it. We, yeah. You want to start? Let's do it. Because yeah. we're, we're yeah. behind. Let's go. We're behind. Let's, go. Let's do we're it. We're so behind. <laughs> Woo. All right. So I am this week covering the Sauer Castle, which Sauer, Sauer is a, a German name from a German person. So A German lad. Yeah. A, ger- a German boy. A sweet German boy. <laughs> uh, he- <laughs> Sauer Castle is located in Kansas City, Kansas. So not Germany. Uh, so... <laughs> Okay. Our story begins with a gentleman named Anton, and he married him marrying his wife Francisca. Yeah, Francisca in Vienna when they were both like eighteen and a half ish. They had five children together: Gustav, Anthony, Philip Jr., Julius, Emil, and Johann. So five babies, right? Oh, five children. Five too many. That's a lot of babies. A lot of children. (laughs) That's too many. So the Sauer family moved in 1858 to New York City to be with Anton's mother and sisters who had previously moved to New York due to Anton's worsening health because he was sick with tuberculosis and then Francisca's unexpected death in 1868, he decided that he needed to move himself and his children from New York to Kansas City because, you know, fresh air on those TB lungs. Oh, yeah, 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 because I was about to say, like... Yeah, Kansas. Why? That's yeah. a. I mean, why Kansas specifically? But the the TV makes sense because as we learn with the yeah. st- uh, the Stanley yeah. Hotel, fresh air. Yeah, yeah. fresh yeah, yeah, air yeah. will cure tuberculosis or whatever. Um, also, it's really windy in Kansas. So <laughs> Wim- it's windy. windy. <laughs> so I think that was that's probably another reason. All that fresh air. So Anton started a business that became successful. And he began courting a young 28-year-old widow named Mary uh, Messerschmidt. What's her last name? Uh, bless you. Thank you. Uh, she <laughs> had two daughters, Anna and Maria. So when Anton and, Mar- and Mary got married in 1869, so they, they became, like, he got married to her, right? He already had okay. five kids. She had yeah. two kids. So oh, he God. has seven children now. And then they embark on having five more children. So oh, now they have 12. <laughs> no. <laughs> so their five daughters, or five daughters, not even just five kids, just five daughters, were Eva Marie, Antoinette, Josephine, Clara, and Helen. Unfortunately, Helen didn't make it to adulthood. She actually passed away at 14 months old and was temporarily buried in the family garden. Ah. Because that's temporarily healthy. The fuck? Yeah, yeah, temporarily. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Okay, so what the fuck? Yeah, so from a family with nine kids to twelve, so a family of fourteen, or seven kids to twelve, so that, a family of fourteen. Hearing that many children, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna be a little descriptic. Makes my lady bits hurt. Like I'm sitting here fucking <laughs> clenching. Like, ah, like that's not so even one. oh god the the complications that people don't even know having that many children god i'm i'm totally fine i would like all my lady parts to stay where they are thank you yes yes thank you woo so with their growing family of 12 um anton decided that they needed to build a mansion to house everybody right 
Okay. So the Sour Castle was an Italian-style home that started construction in 1871 and was finally completed two years later in 1873. It was designed by Asa B.B. Cross and cost around $20,000. Around $20,000. 20000 in um, what year? 80... Excuse me. 1873. That's a fuck ton of so, money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It's a big yeah. place. It's really pretty, but whoo. Okay. So the home also sat on 63 acres that was beautifully landscaped and home to beautiful vineyards. So like big place, lots of nice stuff, very pretty, like big gardens, wine, you know, the usual. (laughs) Wine. (laughs) Wine. The usual, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the home itself had a four-story lookout tower, which I think is pretty cool, right? Like just in the center, just this big-ass lookout tower that you could climb up and stare at your neighbors. (laughs) While drinking wine. (laughs) Yes. Drink your wine and watch your neighbors. It's perfect. (laughs) Are we sure this place wasn't in the south? No, Kansas. So it had a marble grand fireplace and a library. So big, bougie, really nice stuff, you know. It had 12-foot ceilings, which doesn't feel super big, but, like, for that time period, I feel like that was really impressive. Yeah, because, like, ceilings. Mine, mine, I have vaulted ceilings of 12-foot mm-hmm. ceilings, but they're vaulted, so, like, yeah. it's it's yeah. big. That's that's tall. Large, tall ceilings for <sighs> all of these average-sized people. Below average at that time. <laughs> Oops. It had a four-story staircase made of walnut and oak wood. So very nice, very pretty. Uh, mm-hmm. Imported chandeliers and Italian furniture. Oh, oh. So, <laughs> so when the mansion was finally fully furnished, it sat on the Shawnee Trail that was part of the old Santa Fe Trail, that, and like many wagons passed through. Um, so it's kind of a fun fact. It's kind of cool, right? It's kind of neat. Kind of nifty. Neato. <laughs> kind of nifty. Neato torpedo. So Neato Anton. Burrito. Nido burrito. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. I'm hungry now. God, stop. Oh. <laughs> Not bad. I forgot you didn't it's, eat today. It's fine. It's all good. So Anton lived in the house with his family, right? Like his ridiculous amount of children and spouse. So 12 kids. I can't get over that. 12 children. Right. It makes Woo. me hurt. Woo. So he lived there until his death on August 16th, 1879. He was actually in the house on the second floor in the master bedroom and was buried in the Union Hill Cemetery. At that point in time, like after he died, which was a year after his daughter Helen died, the little baby, Mm -hmm. she was relocated from the house to a plot next to her dad. So that's why it was, like, temporary. I don't know if they were like, oh, Anton's gonna die soon or what. I don't know. But here we are. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I don't get it. It's fine. After he passed away, his widow, Mary, continued to live in the house until her death in 1921 of a heart attack. And the property remained in the family until 1950. So their daughter, Eve Marie Sauer, married a man named William C. Von Fossen in the house whoa yeah. what a last name holy shit is I think he german german name yeah you, i'm you, pretty you, sure you think he's german yeah. von fossen i'm pretty sure um and they had one child and named her helen before their marriage ended 18 months into it oh god imagine being like like imagine getting divorced in the 1800s i can't imagine that went over well no no one wanted you which is mm. unfortunate yeah, so ew, not so good. 
So after their marriage failed, so she has one daughter, right? And what, like 11 siblings? So she has one daughter. <laughs> she marries a widower with six children, who is quite a bit her senior. Um, his name, he was a businessman and landowner. His name was John S. Perkins. Together, they had three children. So he already had six. And they had three more. So. Ten. They had, she had a yeah. daughter. Yeah, so they had 10 kids, so they were a family of 12. Why? Um, just like her family Why? was a family of 14. <laughs> God. I don't understand. Why the fuck does this keep happening? <laughs> I don't get it. So uh, they continued being married and, like, happy and, you know, whole nine yards raising their kids together until he actually committed suicide at the age of 73 with a handgun because oh. his health was failing. Okay. So, I mean, eh, not great, but I get it. So, Eve and John's son, so the girl we were just talking about, and her second husband, John Perkins. Yes. Their son, John Harrison Perkins, had an infant daughter that actually drowned in the swimming pool on the west side of the house. Um, Eve herself continued to live in the, uh, the home with her son and two daughters, uh, Eve Marie Perkins and Marguerite Perkins, until her death in 1955. I'm still so stuck like, on the baby dying. Jesus. I know. It's it's very sad. Like there there are multiple people that passed away in this home. And it's yeah. not it's not like the happiest scenarios either. It's not it's not no. it's not good times. Okay. Um, so five generations of the Sauer family continued to live in this mansion until the owner of a home heating oil company, which I didn't know that was a thing, but it makes sense that it was a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this gentleman named Perry, excuse me, Paul Barry, I just combined his first and last name, Perry, uh, Paul Barry bought the home after Eve's death, and he lived in that home until his own death in 1986. So it's been like all in the family until this guy bought it. Okay. Then a year later in 1987, Bud Wyman, his son and daughter-in-law Cliff and Cindy Jones, bought the mansion and briefly owned it. They were hoping to fix it up and have like historical tours and run it as a bed and breakfast. So like everybody would dress up in period clothing and would like go through and tell you like what happened in the house, what it looked like, like why it's a certain way. That was their plan, right? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, a lot of people make a lot of money doing stuff like that. So yeah. Bougie, bougie bed and breakfasts are like... Oh, hell yeah. That's my jam. Let's go. Oh, my... God. Disgusting. Stick me, stick me in a nice hotel. Give me amenities, Ugh. please. No, I like weird old stuff. That's my stuff. Give Ugh. Me. It's my jam. <laughs> it's my bread and butter. Butter's my biscuit. <laughs> uh, it really butter's my biscuit. Goodness gracious. I can't. <laughs> Anyways, so. moving right along. Reeling it in. So the castle after that, after that family decided to sell it, uh, they actually sold it to a gentleman who named Carl Lopp, who turned out to be Anton Sauer's great-great-grandson. So it went right back into the family, which is kind of cool. That's pretty neat. Isn't that right? I was like, ooh, that's neat. So he remembers his family, like his mom, his grandma, everybody talking about the house because they grew up there and he decided he wanted to buy it back to keep it in the family. So he wanted to restore it, like bring it to its former glory and like just be a nice place, right? Right. So now that we went from all the way back then to all the way now, we're going to talk about the hauntings and there's a lot. There's a lot here. So bring it. Love it. We're just going to like shotgun blast through these bullet points. Yes. Wait. Wait, yeah. so the great-great-great-great-great-grandson yeah. 
today just owns the yeah. Oh, great, great, great grandson. Yes, that one. He owns the house to this day. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. that's still that's, currently that's, owns it. Okay, so that's full stop. Talking about the ghost now. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Tell me. So neighbors of the property, because it went from its like sixty three acres, now it only sits on about four. So people can like see the house from their house, right? Okay. So neighbors will see floating lights in the the watchtower and in like on the grounds. Because even though Carl owns it, he doesn't live there right now. So okay. nobody's home and they're seeing lights. That's a little see- sketchy. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it. So all of the doors and windows in the home will open and close on their own. Just randomly. So no. that's, that's fun. This one, like, nobody can explain, but there's an apparition of a little boy that'll walk past the windows on the first floor. That's kind of gross. Yeah, but there wasn't a little boy that died there, right? So Correct. So I don't know where he comes from. There is a shadow figure of a woman hanging in the tower. Why? I don't know. I don't have an explanation for that. That, that, Unless that that went undocumented. Yeah, it's possible. (gasps) Um, There is another shadow figure of a woman that will walk by the windows uh, in the upper floors and just either she'll stand like staring out the windows of the lookout tower or sometimes she just like peers out and then other times when people see her, she's just like crying, like big crying. So those are your options with the, <laughs> the, the tower lady. Big cry. <laughs> Big cry, you know? Big cry. Okay, yeah. okay. We all know what that means. And this and these are all all uh like observations of people not even in the house. Correct. Yes. Oh, disgusting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And this is this is all like obviously I'm not from Kansas City, but this is what like the internet has told me has happened. So Okay. Here we are. But the internet never lies. So that's true. The internet is all true. This is all alleged, but the internet is true, right? It is what it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so neighbors have also reported hearing a single gunshot from inside the house, which it speculated was Anton's son-in-law shooting himself. Um, so that's a thing. It's only ever just one at a time. It's not like multiples. Yep. So um, it could be that instance happening again. Right. On a loop. Ooh. There have been reports of hearing a baby crying, which people assume is Helen, uh, before she passed away. Um, the little baby. Mm. Other people, like, pretty much anybody when they go in, like, they experience intense empathetic episodes. Like, they'll cry for no reason. They'll suddenly get, like, just ridiculously angry. They'll get really sad. Like, just don't want to do anything. Like, not not fun. Um, the strongest of those feelings happens in the attic. Why? Which is strange. No idea. It just happens in the attic. There's there's always that theory that, like, uh, ghosts float up. Yeah. Don't know why. So, so there's just all the ghosts are in the attic now. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is what it is, right? Yeah. There is a song that you'll hear either hummed or sung throughout the house by, like, a distant voice. Like, you can't make out the words, but you can hear the tune and, like, recognize that it's the same song all the time. Like, it's it's just constant. Like, it'll happen anywhere and everywhere in the house. Ugh. Ooh, there's often sounds of someone walking around upstairs when nobody else is in the house. So, like, you're on the first floor and you just hear, like, phantom footsteps above you. No. Because that's fun. Yeah, that, that's always cause, nice. 
Because that always feels like there's someone else in the house with you, and you're like, I know no one's in the house with me, but they're about to yep. come down the stairs and murder me. Yep. So that's cool. Yay. That's fun. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's... So, you know, I mentioned the big fireplace, right? Yes. So in this big fireplace, there's, of course, like a grate that covers it, and then like your fireplace tools um, for like moving around wood, you know, because it's a wood-burning fireplace. Right. Well, those tools and the grate will rattle and shake. Out of nowhere. All on their own. Those grates and those tools are heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they should they should not be rattling at all unless Absolutely there's an not. earth unless there's an earthquake. There is no reason for that to happen. Right, exactly. Neighbors have also said that they'll hear laughter, crying, or shouting from inside the house when nobody is there. They've also heard yelps and screams as well as knocking from all parts of the house. So, I don't know what that means, but I don't like it. Probably just, like, knocking on the walls. Probably, yeah. Probably, Which, probably those little shit kids just run around the house putting <laughs> their hands on the walls. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> little Ooh. shits. Okay. There is the regular apparition of a woman all in black that will pace up and down the widow's walk. That's gross. I don't like oh, that. That one's giving me cold chills. Yeah, yeah. She's just there. She's just hanging out, walking. Many other people have seen ap- an apparition of a woman staring at you, like intentionally making eye contact and fucking looking at you from one of the upper windows, like the upper right hand side window. Like a lot of people describe it as she's just judging the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, that'd be me as a ghost, but <laughs> that would that se- yeah, that seems like a pretentious ghost thing to do. And oh, for sure, hundred percent, four hundred percent. So. Other people will see, like, there is no history with this house of any part of it burning, um, but people will see flickering light similar to firelight on the inside of the, like, tower rooms. So certain times of night you look up and it literally looks like there's either a fire inside or something is on fire. Like, either it's in a fireplace or it's in a fire, and it's like that flickering orange light of a fire. And there's no one home. Correct. There's yeah. this too much shit going on <laughs> for no one to fucking be there. Yep. I think that's why there's so many, like, reports of things. God. Woo. On Halloween night, the spirits of a man and a woman can be seen together in the tower dancing. That's kind of nice. That's cute. Yeah, that's sweet. <sighs> So Cindy Jones, who I mentioned earlier, she, her husband, and her father-in-law all went out on the house to turn it into a bed and breakfast, right? Right. She was not a faint-hearted woman. She intentionally, like, when the house sat vacant for so long, people would just break in, like, every day. People would try to break in and, like, vandalize and, like, break shit, steal shit, like, constant. So as a result of that, when she bought the house, she carried a gun with her just in case she ever ran into somebody that wanted to hurt her. Right. Unfortunately, a gun can't do shit against a ghost, right? So oh, fuck. What did she do? So <laughs> she, whenever she went to the house, she would feel a variety of emotions that were not her own. She would hear noises that she couldn't explain and have feelings of just not being alone or being watched whenever she was in the house. She once heard uh, noises that she couldn't explain from one of the attic areas and got her husband and was like, hey, something's happening. Come upstairs with me. I don't know what's up. And they went upstairs. And of course, nobody was there because when are they ever? Her father-in-law also had like weird experiences in the house. So Cindy 
after they bought the house, was helping a friend of hers uh, prepare for a wedding because they wanted to have the wedding on the grounds of the mansion. So she was helping her get ready. Everything was going just fine. Her father-in-law was inside working on the ceiling, uh, repairing like bits of it. And he had to like pull some of it down to fix it. And a photo fluttered out from like in the ceiling to the ground. When he looked at it, he realized like, oh, this is a wedding picture of one of the sour great granddaughters. But when he looked at the picture, the bride looked almost exactly like the woman that was getting married on the grounds that day. Oh, I just got cold chills. Uh Yeah, that's pretty gross. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, They discovered that this relative of the Sowers actually died in 1967 on the same day that he was looking at the photo now. So that was her 20th death anniversary. What the fuck? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty gross. I don't know what it means, but I don't like it. Means too much, too much. No, 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 no. Too many things, too many things. I'm not pleased. So Cindy, when asked about the house, she's quoted saying, I've been terrified and most of the time it's during the day. My father-in-law laughs at me, but he's also had experiences he can't explain. I can feel it, but I wonder if it's all in my head sometimes. It's not. It's It's not. not. So now we're to the the portion of the story that I want to let you know most of these stories are local legends and nobody currently lives in the house, like I said. Um, There are multiple different legends that don't have so much, uh, like, possibility. Uh, One of them is that there was a caretaker that lived in the property. Um, There's no record of him, but he lived on the property, and he murdered his whole family on the property, buried them on the property, and then died by suicide. There is no evidence that supports that. Uh, There's nobody that lived there as a caretaker, and there's no crimes in the history that match that. So there's right. that. So that's it's just a, a that's local a, legend. That's an interesting local legend that spawned. Yeah, isn't that weird? I don't, I don't know where that came from. There is um, decently well-supported history because this is lands that belong to the Shawnee tribe, right? Um, yeah. So there was a local Native American man named Tom Big Knife who owned the land and lived there his entire life until he sold the land to Anton Sauer to build his house. And that's pretty well accepted that that's what actually happened, right? So another story that we know that has come around is that right after the end of the Civil War, there was a young woman that lived on the land with her husband and was waiting for him to come back from the war. He, like... He was supposed to come back on a very specific ferry ride, and he didn't come back on that ride. Um, So she assumed he died. Something happened. He wasn't coming home and took her own life later that night. Uh, The next day, in reality, he had just missed the ferry. So he comes home and finds his wife dead. And... You know, that that's really sad. That's not... That couldn't have happened because Tom lived on the land the whole time, his entire life, before he sold it to Anton Sauer. So, like, I almost feel like that waiting for your spouse to come back from war thing and then, like, the suicide deal, like, that particular feels almost like a trope to me in, like, haunted stories. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, like, just, like an attraction. Yeah, because that's what everybody says happened. But did it? Did it? Hmm. 
mm. so because in, in this scenario it could not have happened right yeah, um because yeah. nobody nobody even lived on it before anton and mary other than tom so it is what it is so i'm gonna go with no gonna go with a yeah. hard pass i'm gonna go with a big no all right so there are historians that have been trying to disprove the hauntings on this property for years. So J.R. Russell has written a book about how this place is like, quote unquote, haunted, but it's not really and like trying to disprove it. Right. So he attributes most of the things like moving around the house, like you put something down and it's in it's in a different spot a little bit later, as well as the fireplace rattling like those things he attributes to kansas city winds the wind coming down the chimney is strong enough to rattle the metal um greats nah nah because i'm i'm in a very fucking virginia's windiest shit and even when it's at its windiest my shit doesn't rattle what the fuck exactly so that's a thing that he claims there's also um like the wailing inside the house a lot of those reports came from when paul barry lived there and paul barry was a very like insular person like he didn't go out and make friends or like talk to people that much so he protected his house with a shotgun full of rock salt and a german shepherd dog who had had a throat accident which left the dog with a wailing bark that sounded like the cries of the dead. So that's oh my God. <laughs> that's what the f- explanation. <laughs> that's too fucking specific on what happened to the dog. What the fuck? A throw yeah. accident, and now this yeah. dog sounds like a dying ghost <laughs> yeah. spirit. What the fuck? Right, exactly. So those are just a couple of the things I don't want to give away, like his whole book. Um, but those are just a couple things that he tried to explain away. Um, I don't think it explains all of it. I think it, it could, could explain some things, but I don't think it, it could do all of it. Like the windows opening and closing by themselves. I don't think the wind could do that. Like that's a little mm, when they're no. locked. No, right. That doesn't make sense. Even then, like a window pushes up. I don't think the wind can like get up oh. under there and be like, yeet. I don't think that yeah. <laughs> I don't think that works. <laughs> so Okay, I thought they were like like, like open the push open ones. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like like no. gallery open, not up and No, they're the yeet 'em up windows. Yeet 'em up. Oh, okay. You just like <laughs> yee, like yeah. table flip window opens. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so okay. that that is the story of Sour Castle. Um it's, pr- it's I don't pretty sour. A- <laughs> I don't have a German accent, so I can't stay it pretty, but yeah. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're quite Irish. Yeah, quite not German. Right. So. Yeah, quite. Okay, so. Here we are. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for coming thanks, to my TED Talk. Thanks for telling me all about it. Thanks. You're welcome. Great. Great stuff. Yeah. Okay, so this is the mid-roll of the podcast, which is the part of the podcast where we give shout-out to our Patreon members. However, we did not have any newest Patreon members. However, I would like to actually give a shout-out to every single one of our Patreon members on this episode because without you guys, we would not have been able to buy the tech that we needed to to replace what broke. Yes, actually. Because this shit ain't cheap to sound really fucking good as we do. Um. And we had our little box that processes from the mic to the the computer bust on us. It just went out. And it was old. It was a first gen. So thanks to you guys, every single one of you, we were able to purchase a brand new box. Uh, The Amazon guy threw it on the ground, but it still works. (gasps) Yeah, I was a little pissed about that. That makes me upset. Yeah, I didn't realize it until because I heard him. And then I was like, damn. And then I went outside. I was like, 
he threw my thing on the ground, bitch. But it still works. So okay, we cool. So, yeah, we're good. So, so thanks to every single one of you. That's super cool. That's it's the support of you guys that allows us to go on because I don't know. I would that would have had it came out of my pocket, and that really sucks. Yeah, that would have been a lot of tears and sadness. Yes. So thank you right. guys so much for making this possible. Yes, we really appreciate it, and we're gonna look into making sure that this doesn't happen again. So we actually have Definitely. backup boxes, <laughs> just in case. Okay, so anyways, uh, if you are on iTunes listening to us, be sure to drop a rate and review. And if you are on Spotify, please be sure to smash that follow button and then anywhere or subscribe subscribe button. And then anywhere yeah. else you're listening to us, please be sure to do the thing. Yeah, do the thing. Please and thanks. Appreciate yeah. it. Big preach. And if, you, and if you don't like what we do, it's free content. That's okay. You can, yeah. You can, keep, you can keep going. It's fine. Yeah, or just, you know, navigate away. That's also okay. <laughs> I know we no. swear. <laughs> really? I don't give a fuck. It's my, my show. I want to swear. Okay, anyways. Um, so, my turn? Yeah, tell me. Spook me. So, my place is called the William and Mary College. Is it a college? It's actually technically a university at this point, but they oh. still call it the college. That's fair. But anyways, uh, the college was founded in 1693. Oh, wow. That's a hot so, minute ago. We're going back. We're going back. So as you can imagine, since we're going so far back, it's it's pretty fucking spooky. The uh, the, the royal charter of King William III and Queen Mary II of England for, and I quote, a perpetual college of divinity, philosophy, languages, and other good arts and sciences. <laughs> so they founded Thanks. the college... <laughs> the founder of the college in America to actually um, to 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 represent to celebrate the union of William and Mary. I don't know. Oh. Whatever rich people do, I don't fucking know. So the college, <laughs> the college is located in Williamsburg, Virginia, which is old and also haunted as tits. Like okay, everything. One more time. When was this this place? When was the college built? It was built in nineteen. 19- Sorry, hang on. I'm getting dyslexic. 1695, it was we built. We were still a colony. That's why it was built. Yep. Okay, okay. All right, yep. I'm following. All right, I'm getting there. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. So, um, like, literally, uh, what was it? James Jamestown was the first? Oh, no. You're asking me questions. <laughs> I wrote it somewhere in my notes. I think, I think it, it was, was Jamestown. Jamestown. Jamestown or Jonestown one. Jamestown, Virginia was the first sit- first town in colonial. Anyways, sure. It's somewhere remember. in my notes. We're going to come across it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, just just Google it. Just Google it and then tell me. So, so Williamsburg is like the second city founded in the colonial U.S. And it's it's old. And ha- like I said, haunted us tits. Uh, Williamsburg, named after the, the same king, William III, was the original capital city of the Virginia colony in 19... 19- 99. So the school was actually founded and set to be built before Williamsburg was even declared a city, town, place. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, because, like, the reason for this is because there was previous attempts to start the school. Oh, it is Jamestown. I didn't write it in my yeah. notes. Ha, yeah. ha, ha. So Jamestown was established in 1607, and it took a, it took several years to actually get enough supplies and headway to start expanding, you know, obviously into yeah. land that was not ours. And with that, uh, they tried to start the school earlier somewhere else, 
And it was postponed because, as I said, uh, colonizers just started to take land that wasn't theirs. And they started another town called Henrico, and it was destroyed. And the college that was being built was also destroyed. And the dude that was headwaying that was also murdered by the Native Americans. Whoops. Oh, well. So the the town Henrico is on the James river and is about 12 miles south of richmond so that's where the college okay. was originally going to be built but because it was all burned to the ground and the guy was killed they were like mm, not yeah. there so it got so it got put on times times out time times out until 1990 1695 damn okay. 1695 is when the thing started so williamsburg was designed to be one of america's first planned cities yeah and gotcha. was all designed by governor francis nicholson uh a lot and a lot of the a lot of the original buildings have survived to this day because of the capital being moved to Richmond. Aha. Uh-huh. So, because for like the longest part, uh, Williamsburg was abandoned. Interesting. Because okay. it, it was because it was so old, and the and uh, old buildings burned down a lot. So there oops. you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the college consisted uh, of the f- the college consisted of first. The Sir Christopher Wren Building, or just the Wren Building for short, uh, it started in, like I said, built in 19, damn, 1695, and there we go. It built, it okay. burnt down three times in, in the course of, you know, the three, four centuries it's been built, it has yeah, burnt down I mean, three times. That's still a lot of times. Yeah, and every time it was reconstructed right there, mm-hmm. same spot, same foundation, whatever, just rebuilt. Um Sometimes when it did burn down, it would take several years to receive fundings to start rebuilding. The third time it burnt down, it almost didn't get rebuilt. But um, I have it in my notes somewhere that there was a restoration thing that started. But we'll get there. Uh, This college was kind of like a big deal. Kind of like like a kind of a big deal. It was kind of a big deal. Um, It was the second the second higher education learning facility in the U.S. and Ah. it's still active to this day. You can still go. President Jefferson Monroe and Tyler all went to school here. 16 members of the Continental Congress, four signers of the Declaration of Independence, four members of the Supreme Court, and George Washington got his surveyor's license from here and was also chancellor of the school after his presidency. Interesting. Okay. So, like, like, kind of a big deal. The school was originally designed to teach young men young young men hmm. both white and native americans and not by their choice huh yeah um philosophy and grammar along with natural philosophy and after completing this work of all that stuff uh they would be ordained into the church of england so it was just kind of like a that sounds right yeah yeah like sense. a like a like a like a molding school and then like religious chug out machine kind of deal yeah um Later on, William and Mary, the, the college, uh, was also the first law school in all of the United States. Uh, they had the first honor system. They had the first fraternity called Phi Beta Kappa, mm-hmm. um, established in 1776. Oh, and the same year as the U.S. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. by 1781, had law, med, and art colleges becoming the yeah. first university. Fancy. Look at that. Isn't that cool? So... Uh, Though, though later on the college was bought by the Commonwealth of Virginia. I don't know who owned it previous England. I have no idea. Um, so when the the old Commonwealth of Virginia, not not colonial Virginia now, uh, 
bought it, it also became part of the state's education system in 1918 and also became, no, it became co- co-ed in 1918. So women could start Ooh. attending it in 1918. Uh, so the school, like I said, is active to this day. Uh, Arts and Science, School of Education, School of Business Administration, Law School, and School of Marine Science. That's weirdly specific. Yeah, because they're right on the ocean. I have no idea. Marine science? Yeah, so who's... Oh, there it is. Oh, Rockefeller. Okay, so we are getting to that point. Um, so that's the history. There's nothing more to it. However, there are multiple buildings and places on this campus that are haunted as shit. So we're going to go... So we're going to go through the different buildings and the different lores of the place. So we're going to start with the original main building called the Wren Building. Originally, the Wren Building sat on 330 acres of land. Sometimes I got 330. Sometimes I got 1,000. That's a give big or, difference. Right. Give or take. Give or take. Right. Uh, consisting of <laughs> classrooms, a dining room, a library, a faculty room, living quarters for students, and the president's. Uh, Back, back, we're not like now, but like back. Uh, servants and kitchen staff lived in the basement of the building. Oh, there we go. It was almost abandoned after the third fire, though the Rockefeller restoration of Williamsburg saved it and gotcha. also saved a lot of Williamsburg. And you can like go there and tour. And like, there's, there's actually several um, ghost tours that you can go on through that town because it's haunted as fuck. Nice. Because, because, because the college was used as a hospital during the French and Indian War and the Civil War. Whoops. Oops. Uh, soldiers did die on the grounds of the Wren Building, both inside and outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, soldiers were placed all over the grounds outside because the building itself became too full. Wow. Would you imagine that? Uh, surgeries and amputations were performed frequently during these times, and so amputations were like happening outside like on the ground and and we'll talk about that in a second and uh the union soldiers during the civil war were responsible for one of the times that the buildings was burnt to the ground oh yep because at one point union soldiers occupied it and then a surprise attack from the confederacy happened and so they were the union soldiers were taken off guard so in in like Retaliation. There we go. They just burnt the place to the ground and left. Oh. There you go. That's mature. So, because of all this, students often see French and Civil War soldiers walking around in the hallways. Makes sense. Like yeah. like, like full-bodied apparition in their uniforms and everything. Footsteps are commonly following the students around late at night, so they don't, they're not sure um, if that is supposed to be one of the first presidents that's like, you're not supposed to be up this late, what are you doing? So, like, oh. someone's following them around, like, you're not supposed to be up this late. Um, also, there was a chapel added, and there's uh, crypts underneath that part of the wing. Awesome. So, there are, there are dead people down Interesting. there. Interesting. So, so, there, yeah. Yeah, so, so there, there is that. Uh, screams of the wounded soldiers are often heard both inside and outside of the building. So, like, you know, wailing, screaming, pain, ag- pain, screams, screams of pain and agony. There we go. And objects move all over the buildings. So it's, nice. it's quite, it's quite, quite rest, rest, restless. So Barrett Hall is another hall. This is a dorm room that is co-ed, and apparently it has a haunted attic. This is this is a, a rumor. The, that's the going attics. Around. The attic's haunted. The door is located at the top of each of the staircases um, that's always locked. 
Okay. And it's 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 the fourth floor, and it used to be like an open room with like just beds, but yeah. apparently the the college locked it off because it became a safety hazard. So they were just like, oh. no more. Lights can be seen turning on and off from both outside and from the staircase. Ew. Yep. And students living on the third floor can hear heavy footsteps and like just shit moving about when they're on the third floor. I would be really mad if I got put in the third floor. Yep. And you're hearing footsteps above you at night. Some students supposedly took a Ouija board up there and (sighs) they... They asked, they didn't go to the, the fourth floor, but they went to the third floor. They had asked the spirits or, you know, whoever's yeah. listening, is the attic haunted? And it spelled yes. Duh. What the uh, hell? <laughs> it should have spelled duh. Oh, man. If you were a ghost, it would have spelled duh. So, yeah, that's true. Moving on to the sunken garden, which is just a, um, I'll explain why in a second why it's called sunken garden. It's kind of like a courtyard mm. outside of, of grass and shit. It's 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 a thing, apparently. Uh, the garden was built in the 1930s under FDR, the um, president. No, the uh, the Corps of Engineers. There we go. The Corps of oh. Engineers came in and built it. Gotcha. Why I don't know, but it was it was just under the FDR. Fun fact. Here we are. The area of this quote unquote garden is an area of lawn where it's dug out lower than the rest of the grounds, but it's still completely flat. So if you kind of imagine, like you have, you can imagine like here sits the college but then you have like a short little staircase that goes down just a flight and then there's just a like vast like just green and that's the sunken garden and that's why it's called the sunken garden because it's just dug out because it's sunken yeah it's probably like 10 feet down yeah so it's it's pretty deep yeah 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 um this this place is was created for graduations ceremonies concerts classes sports and special events so like it's a designated area for that and it's it's actually really pretty uh, so as I said before, the Native American boys that were in the college were not there by choice. Whoops. Ah. Uh, they were kept in the Bafferton Hall, which is right next to the Wren Building, which is right next to the Sunken Gardens. Okay. Some nights, these Native American boys would try to take off running through the night to escape. Some others say that um, the boys would go out at night and run around in that area okay. to to feel like they're back in nature again and not uh not being you know captive so it's it's a toss-up between were they escaping or were they just running around at night because it's how they wanted to be close back to nature and not whatever the fuck they were forced to do um so like i said the area where they were trying to run away is called the sunken is in the sunken garden area those who show up at night can sometimes see uh either several native american boys trying to book it across the lawn or they some people say there's just one native american boy who's in like a loincloth just running around the garden however however what's really fucking creepy about this is that the boys ran across the yard before the sunken garden was dug out i was just thinking about that so these apparitions are seen running through the air yep cool Cool, 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 cool. That's what happens if you're in the sunken garden and they start running? They're running above you. That's kind of crazy. That's like, disgusting. Cool. So the garden was also the same place where the Virginia Regiment met up under the command of Colonel Patrick Henry. Do you know who that guy is? The name is incredibly familiar. He, he's, he's the same guy who said, give me liberty or give me death. Nice. Okay. Okay. 
That's that guy. Yeah. Uh, a, fo- a fog usually settles in in the sunken garden uh, just because the ground is lower than the rest. And men can be seen walking through that fog at night, which is uh, guesstimated to be these men who were meeting up to, to go off to do the, the American war deal. Uh, the American war deal. War deal. The American independence war. More of independence. The one that we're about to celebrate? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yes. Um. <laughs> It's like it's like when the spotlight's on me, my brain revolutionary goes. Revolutionary spot- war. Yeah, the revolutionary war. Jesus fuck. <laughs> <sighs> I know these things, but as soon as we do. get in front of the mic, it's like yeah. you don't know shit. Yep. <laughs> You're fucking stupid. So, uh, also the lights completely around the garden will also flicker and go out. And oh, that's just, gross. Yeah, there's no explanation for it. All of them will just go out. No. Woohoo! So. Moving on to Tucker Hall, which I'm going to give a trigger warning. This whole story is about uh, unaliving yourself. So this, Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so this pertains around an unaliving yourself story. So uh, Tucker Hall was once the main library for the college, but now is the English building. Rumor has it that a student who was studying for their final exam, uh, she was having a really hard time and she was wanting to leave. But her parents said, no, finish your shit. Ooh. She went up to the bathroom and the third floor of the building mm-hmm. and hung herself okay she uh, i've read one source where it said she left a note that said she made me do it oh that gave me cold chills yeah there have been reports of other students unaliving themselves in this particular building this college also has a high amount of unaliving yourself accounts oh that's yeah not like reassuring in any like, way shape or yeah form. like 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 not good like not good um one one student actually took a gun to to himself in the building. Jeez. Yeah, like bad. Like it's a very bad thing that they don't talk about in this college. Uh, during the four year renovation from two thousand nine to two thousand thirteen, students would see a girl standing in the in the window at the top left of the building. Ew. Uh, where the girl hung herself. Yeah. Another ghost tour guide from the Williamsburg Ghost Tour. This is a story from them. Uh, one of their one of their tour guides was at the college actually studying, and when all of a sudden her books and papers on her table were violently thrown across the room. That's rude as shit. Yeah. So rumor has it that if a girl comes up to you while you're studying and you're trying to like pull an old under, like you're really fucking studying to like cram. Uh, if if she asks you how it's going, and if the student or you replies back it's going well, the girl will take your shit, fling it everywhere, and then promptly disappear. Wow, what a dick. If you say no, it's not going well, she will try to convince you to off yourself. What the fuck? <sighs> um, but, but more often than not, students just often report having their stuff moved around, like when they get up and like go somewhere else for a second, and then while go they're sitting pee, there. And then the ghost fucks with their notes. Yes, that's really shitty. Really fucking rude. So onto the steam tunnels. The tunnels were originally built to hide supplies from the British Army when they came to visit, because they would just show up and just take everything, whether or not it you know fucked over actual people living there. Yeah. Uh, so the tunnels were built under the crypt. So we're they're down low. They're pretty far down, and they did actually hide supplies when General Cornwallis showed up. That's another familiar name. Cornwallis. You can't forget a name like that. Uh, The tunnels were actually forgotten until the 20th century, and they were eventually repurposed to steam heat the buildings. 
Gotcha. Hence why, hence why they're called the steam tunnels. Just I was about to say that, that makes sense. I just want to make that connection for you just in case it, <laughs> you know, went over your head. Thanks. Because I was a jackass, I lost my place in my notes. Oh, ah! they were <laughs> so they were also very vast. They were also very vast and expanded to other buildings around the campus. Uh, they would go, they went, they expand underneath the entirety of the sunken garden. And they even so go so far as they go like across the street. So like through the grounds of the Wren building and then just to the other side. Okay. There's issues with the tunnels. Of course. Homeless people are chilling down there, and then students were also wanting to hang out down there. So obviously, yeah. uh, some homeless people have mental illnesses, specifically schizophrenia. So those two kind of don't mingle not very well. So yeah. there's that. There was a heinous crime committed in the tunnels. Oh no! Such as murder. Oh no! I couldn't. I couldn't find too much about that, but apparently there there was some shit that went down down there. But they're trying to keep it hush hush, and fr- frats were hazing pledges to go through the tunnels and steal <gasps> steal a bone from the crypt. What fucking yep. assholes! Assholes! Absolute assholes! So it's if you get caught down there, it's it's on site. You're kicked out from yeah the university. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, you're. It's it's no. You can't like cannot go. Yeah, it's zero tolerance. You're immediately expelled That's, if a student is caught down there. So well, I mean, makes sense considering the kind of shit they were doing. Yeah, which is fucked up. Stealing a bone from the dead person. Uh, voices are very commonly heard from the tunnels. Sinister laughing, cursing, and screaming. Now, when I say voices, it's like, well, it could have been like a homeless person. But like these reports are like people go and investigate, and there's no one there, kind of thing. Ugh, so. Yeah. That's never fun. Reports of something either grabbing them or feeling as if they're being breathed on when no one is there. Yeah. Uh, so Don't breathe a, on me. A a tour group called Colonial Ghost. So so here's our second ghost tour group, which I'm going to hit one of these up when I go down there. Uh, they went down into the tunnel, so they were doing a tour group, and they wrote this on their website. And I put a link in my notes. Uh, as they were peeping in through the gates, because sometimes the gates are locked and you uh, can't get in there, the tour guy saw three footsteps walking through the water. It's a shallow It's shallow water. Yeah. And so it just looked like these footsteps were coming through the water. And he saw it, tried to debunk it, and was like, there's nothing there. Like, there's no fish or frogs or anything in the water. There's nothing in the tunnels. Like, what? Like, it was obviously a footprint, like a shape of a foot going into the water. So the tour guide turned around to ask if anybody else had, like, saw the water being disturbed like that. And they were all just, like, pale-faced. Yeah, we saw that. Ah, no thanks. Yep. No thanks. Um, Another woman who came on the tour said she didn't absolutely did not 100% did not would not believe in ghosts. Mhm. <laughs> oh no, she uh, got fucked with. Yeah, when she got near the tunnels, she said that she heard a very wicked laugh come from within. So when she cried out and asked, you know, did anyone else hear it? Everyone said no. Only she heard it and they were all together. That was cuz so she was sh- like, "No, I don't believe in ghosts." Oh, yeah. She started to break down Ooh. and cry. Woo. So that is the William and Mary College. There's there's more haunted uh-huh. shit there. Um, I saw on one of the other tour guide sites that they were taking pictures at, like, the the Wren building. And there's mm. just orbs everywhere. No. Everywhere. Yep. I don't like that. That's really spooky. Like, for yeah. college, too. Like, of all places. It's it's That's pretty fucking old. It's yeah. old. It's an old. An oldie but a goodie. So, so that's only like two and a half hours from me. Nice. We could go there. 
Yes, please. Let's we go. can go there and ghost Let's hunt. Go. Yep. So I think I think either Jamestown or Williamsburg should be like uh, yes, slot please. number two. We go check out. Yes, please. Okay, cool. Go, go, cool. Word. I'm so excited. That's really okay. spooky, but also really cool. Yeah, I'm we should do Salem. that. In like, I really want to go to. That's Salem. a mass, right? Yeah. Salem Mass. That's a little farther away, but we can yes. go. Yes, please. We'll go there one day. Okay. One day on the list. Okay. One day. Okay. Cool. So, uh, forty-six in the tank. I gotta edit this and throw this up immediately. So, <laughs> so sorry. So sorry about the delay. But that was actually on Amazon. It was supposed to be here yesterday, but then yes. Amazon was like, "Nope, it's getting get get fucked. It's uh, coming tomorrow." So I was like, "Well, there's nothing I can do about it." So, um, yeah. here it is. It's for your ears. Thanks. So, I hope you. I hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy with your ear holes. <laughs> so if you want to if you want to check us out be, please be sure to head over to our website at www.hauntheribarelyknowher.com uh, there's a contact page where you can submit suggestions or you can send us stories please send us your stories yes please 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 send us your stories um, you can also hit us up on social media Instagram and Twitter at H-H-I-B-K-H podcast if you go on Instagram you're gonna get me if you go on Twitter you might get Zoe me she's a Hello. little busy hi <laughs> Uh, she's a little busy so um yeah are we are we good i think so i think that's Is everything that yeah okay cool okay all right um dope. until next time where we don't delay the episode again uh haunt her i barely know her that was weak that was weak sorry i stumbled over my what? words a little bit you need we gotta get you some food it's fine yeah we'll, we'll let it slide some sleep one day <laughs>